like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast. In the BDSM community at large, many people have fixed ideas about how a dominant or submissive should behave and attempt to inflict their opinions on others. They disparage others by saying, if you were a true dom, you'd do X. Or, if you were a true submissive, you would be this way. The others, in turn, disparage them by calling them twoo, supposedly effeminate version of true, spelled T-W-U-E. That was a definition from the Urban Dictionary. When we educate about things, oftentimes especially when we talk about brats and bratting, we always get someone who accuses us of being one true way, or one true way. Uh, they, want, they say we're a one true way person, or a one true way Facebook page, or a one true way group, or a one true way podcast. This is something we call the invincible ignorance fallacy, where the person in in making this statement simply refuses to believe the teaching, really ignoring any evidence given. Instead, they offer, there's no one way to do anything in BDSM, which is totally absurd. We try to make it a point to say that within any negotiated consensual relationship, you can do things however you like. Within, I like to also add that uh, because you are autonomous, uh, an autonomous person, you can do anything to your body that you want to do. And of course, within a relationship, as long as it's consensual, as long as it's adult, as long as it's negotiated and not abuse, you can really do things however you like. But within the larger BDSM community, within our lifestyle, within our culture, there are uh, words and things that have definition, have value have a corporate meaning. So when we're teaching, we're going to teach the definition of words and how things fit according to traditional principles of BDSM. Remember, BDSM has a history. So we can, we, hindsight is 2020, and we can look back into our history 
And while we often say it's somewhat of a puzzle, there may be some pieces missing. Still, when we put the pieces that we have together, we come up with a pretty clear picture of what BDSM traditionally has looked like over the years. Still, though, no matter what we say or what we teach, some will disagree. It's perfectly okay. You don't have to agree with everything that we say. But those who are going to be willfully ignorant, regardless. I'm not trying to give a lesson in formal debates, but there's one other notable fallacy that usually comes up with these types of topics. The bandwagon fallacy assumes something is true or right or good because others agree with it. In other words, the fallacy argues that if enough people think a certain way, then you should too. And one problem with this kind of reasoning is that the broad acceptance of a claim or an action doesn't mean that it is factually justified. People in large numbers can be mistaken, confused, deceived, or even willfully irrational in their opinions. You can look at some religious movements just to see that this is true. So using them to make an argument is flawed. So using other people to make your argument. Just because numerous BDSM resources or pages or groups or websites exist that teach wrong information, especially about things that we get um, a lot of flack for, something like brats, bratting, uh, different types of archetypes uh, that are have been redefined, um, need not mean that we need to jump on that bandwagon. We have a clear basis for why we teach what we do. Tradition. Like I said, it's not 100% clear, you know, written in stone. There are some pieces from our tradition that are missing. But we have a pretty clear picture with the pieces that we have available to us. We spend a lot of time teaching about old guard or things that, you know, again, we called them old guard. The people themselves didn't necessarily describe themselves that way. And, you know, hopefully you'll realize that none of us these days are old guard. What we are, though, is traditional, meaning we draw principles from our BDSM past, and we form a philosophy of how to do BDSM based on those principles. Our history goes back at least 80 years. There are things that have proven to be reliable, trustworthy. There are things which work really well that we can draw from our past. There's BDSM that works and other stuff that, when added, makes BDSM identities and relationship dynamics fall apart. Oftentimes, we're trying our best to give people the tools to have good 
lasting relationships, to have good scenes, to do scenes safely, and to have healthy relationship dynamics. There isn't one true way or two way, but there is a good direction to go. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to today's BDSM United podcast. You can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. Thank you for joining me for this. Uh, Just kind of a bit of some uh, different fallacies that exist. Why we uh, go the direction that we go. Why we teach from a more traditional standpoint and why we don't try to redefine or disrespect uh, those traditional things. Uh, We do allow for some modernization, but we also always want to respect where we came from. Thank you for joining me today. It was a joy speaking with you, and I'll talk with you again soon.